How are we doing everybody? I am back. This is AJ Torres, courtesy of the Worst Take Network, and this is Colin Strikes. A little bit different today. I'm actually at the uh I'm actually at work on my lunch break uh, at the shop desk. I don't even have my headset in, so I apologize if uh any audio quality difference, anything like that. But there's been a lot of reasons why I've held off and the number one thing was the positive tests in uh, MLB. And then I wanted to see the aftermath of the Dodgers and Astros' first game in a while. And this is the first game they've had since they found out they were cheating. So, also, everyone was asking, oh, uh, the Astros are going to be fine. Well, there's a couple of things that have come very clear to me. First off, back-to-back first-round picks for the Astros... 2011, first-round pick, number 11 overall, George Springer. And the following year, 2012, first-round, first-overall pick was Carlos Correa. Very, very interesting. And then we have 2015 Astros, first-round pick, second overall. So these guys... It's no wonder why they had the first-round draft picks taken off the board for them. I mean, really. But as far as the Astro effects go, Correa's actually doing well in 17 at-bats, 7 hits, average of 412. In 20 at-bats, Springer's only got 1 hit, so it's not even 100, it's at 050. Yuli Gurriel, 188. Bregman and Altuve, both 18 at-bats with four hits, batting 222. Now, it's only been a handful of games, but if you look at George Springer and you see what's going on with that, you're thinking, yee, yikes. No way you could bang on the trash can, so there you go. <sighs> For real, though. It's funny because these bandwagon Houston Astro fans who are really just the same fans that was rooting for the Texas Rangers to win the World Series two years in a row and blew it. It's funny how they're going, oh, hit him, we'll just take first base. Yeah, sure, buddy. There's only one thing I found disappointing last night. And I was up for it, which was uh, I was happy about. The only thing I'm disappointed about is Joe Kelly didn't have his command for his fastball. Say what you want, but that's the one thing I'm upset about. And that blow to the dome, that, sh- that should have hit Alex Bregman. That should have knocked him on his rear And then Joe Kelly got pissed, and then he decided he's just like, screw you. And even though it was a curveball, he ducked and hit the floor, and he's like, yo, what up then? Yeah, okay. Uh, It seems like the former Puerto Rican baseball academy player in Correa is, well, (sighs) out for it.
Hmm. So I have the numbers right here. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to go into the COVID stuff. Since July 24th, there have been 6,400 tests conducted. I'm not sure how many that goes. I'm not sure if that means many players get tested twice. I mean, I was tested uh, both nostrils. I'm not sure if it's one each or there. Definitely a large number. Through last Thursday, the 23rd, 99 of 32,640 samples, which is 0.3%, have been positive. I mean, everybody should have known this going through the year. This was not going to be perfect. And I also hear reports of Eduardo... Rodriguez, after effects being he has something to do with his heart. I believe it is some sort of heart issue. And I think it's sad. It really is. Especially since he's not that guy that hasn't cashed in that big contract yet. It's... It's very sad. I'm a Yankee fan. I wish him the best of luck and wish him in good health. There's nothing else I can do there. So, on a better subject, let's do some injury check-in. Let's see. Bryant left elbow soreness. Is not serious, and I believe that's looking day to day. Jose Quintana had surgery on his thumb at the beginning of the month. He's going to be throwing a bullpen session and do some mound work. It's been a while. So here's what I think is really serious if you're a Dodger fan. There's a couple of guys I know. So, Kershaw and his back stiffness, which I think that's going to be his new problem. That's going to be like, hey, there's some guys that have arm issues. His back, it's just the way he throws. We know this. He's having a 15-pitch uh, bullpen session. 15, that's, that's nothing. I thought it would be a 20 or 25. 15 is nothing. That's playing catch, getting loose, and you pretty much just hurl slow pitches. Not good. Let's hope for the best. And then Alex Wood. Shoulder inflammation. The throwing shoulder, that is. Been dealing with the issue for several weeks. Been able to get through workouts and make his last start. Struggling during the outing and afterwards, they said, you know what? You're on the IL. Sorry. They said he got scanned and was cleared and expect him back soon, but can't play around with that. Let's see. Simba Simmons rolled his ankle. That's always a tricky one. I've seen rolled ankles take a couple of days. I've seen rolled ankles take months. 
I've seen rolled ankles take major surgeries. That's always a tough injury. It's a tough one to explain. It's a tough one to explain the time. Josh Lindblom. Back cramps, we'll see. He-Man Choi is day-to-day. That's that's another shoulder injury playing defense. And here's here's the one. There's a nerve issue going on with the right hand, uh, Steven Strasburg. Apparently it's this tingling sensation in the thumb. And they're just giving them time. But if you're a Nationals fan, I'm not sure how it's looking because with Joe Ross opted out, it's going to be an interesting season for the Nationals. And if they are not careful, that division can go to the Braves or the Mets. Particularly in a short season. We got the Blue Jays. Ken Giles, Elno Soreness, he's on the IL. Uh, Gritchuk. It seems day to day with just discomfort in a joint. And Bichette, uh, hamstring tightness, a day-to-day. Now, Corey Kluber, grade 2 tear in the... Terry's muscle? What? I think that's a typo, but he's got some sort of grade 2 tear and... Essentially, don't expect to hear from for this season. It's a wash. Verlander, I think, is going to be done for the year. He's going to be reevaluated in a couple of weeks. We'll see. And that's the only noticeable uh, injury. Miles on the cards. Forearm strain. That could be that could be serious. I mean, I remember Luis Severino saying, "Hey, uh, I'm just sore, I'm just sore." Then I th- start throwing a change up, Tommy John. And then in a city not too far away, but different division, Eloy Jimenez and Ronaldo Lopez. Lopez has right shoulder soreness. And Eloy, let's see. That puts Gio Gonzalez in for Lopez. And as far as Eloy goes, let's see. I'm trying to read this as we go on. Oh, he ran into a wall, and he's just day-to-day 
uh, being monitored for a concussion protocol, although does not have a concussion or at least not diagnosed with it. And Yohan Moncada seems good after being uh, tested positive for COVID, so all is well. And if I'm actually able to log into this thing uh, while, I'm, while I got everybody here, the funny thing is about that lineup that I was, uh, that I had at least. Um, well, let me log in, unfortunately, in this spot, but it actually was very well. Uh, not a lot of money, only nickels and dimes, but it was pretty good. And I said Christian Vesk was, and he wasn't catching, which I found odd, but then, like, day after a night game, I was kind of disappointed because of the second game of the season, but I changed it for Rowdy Telez, and sure enough, he didn't start either. The lineup wasn't released. But, Mike Meyer did okay. Freddie Galvis hit a home run. Uh, Christian Yelich hit a bomb off, uh, I believe it was Darvish. I got, I'm not sure, but he did hit a home run that game. And that lineup, me putting my money where my mouth is, did well. Uh, let's see what else we have in today's news. You know, hopefully we got something good. Let's see. I'm just going off of MLB right now. The machine Albert Pujols gets 657. That's the number of his home run count right now. Obviously high up on the board. The lone member of the 650-650 club. 650 homers, 650 doubles. Now, he's not going to give you a high average. But he can give you an occasional home run. And if I'm correct... I believe the one... Oh, yeah, Cortez Jr., former Yankee. Uh, I, ho I hope that guy has a solid career. I mean, those, those arm angles and such can really be useful if he perfects it. But so far, that trade's looking like uh, an up one for the Yankees. Shame. Let's see. Five pitches you need to know. Garrett Richards from the Padres, curveball. Plus 13 inches more vertical drop than average. Chris Paddock with his curveball, 8.2 inches more vertical drop than average. That's the fourth most. Yoan Martinez of the Mariners with a slider, 11.3 inches more horizontal break than average, which is the second most. I mean, I'm not sure who the most is. I'm assuming it's Chaz Rowe, if I had a guess. Christian Javier, the Astros four-seamer, 4.5 inches more rise than above, which is the most. 
and Tower Zuber, the Royals change up 7.1 inches more vertical drop than average, which is the second most. Now, I have no idea what it is, but those change ups, a lot of times it fools hitters and a lot of times it's very straight. But there is this, I don't know how to grip it, I'm not sure how it is, but imagine a change up where instead of just taking a little dip or slowing down the speed it literally just takes a drop the best way i've said this before is imagine halfway through the pitch the change up parachutes down as in it just slows down falls and drops a couple inches they're just not that they're just not fair to hit. And before I take this one away for Friar Matt, my boss, I will go over some Padres baseball. Fernando Tatis Jr. opposite field hit a home run at Oracle Park in San Francisco which is amazing for a right hander to do. And Will Myers hit a home run there too, which uh, Sarah Langs put up a statistic of the most home runs hit by righties at Oracle Park since the start of 2017. Kevin Pillar, 11. Nick Hunley, 10. Evan Longoria, 10. All three of those guys played... For the Giants. Will Myers. A Padre. Nine. One including. Last night. Which if you look at Oracle Park. I have no idea what it is about the ballparks out west. But they're huge. Really. Like for the lefty it's nice when. Because. Essentially, it's easy to hit that thing in the water as long as you get the height. But if you look all around, Padres is not a hidden park. The Mariners Park is not a hitter's park. The Angels, I don't think that's a hitter's park. Dodgers, that's in between. The Oakland A's, that is not a hitter's park. Particularly if you pop up one, there's a lot of foul territory. Yeah. What is it with the West Coast and the pitchers friendly ballparks? I can't explain that one. I just can't. And there was a lot of concerns about Eric Hosmer. What happened with Eric Hosmer, it is a diagnosis which... I, I'm not, again, I'm not a doctor. Let's just go into what the heck this is. It is known as a gastrointestinal issue, not COVID related. But if you do yourself a favor and you type that into Google, that could be anything. That could literally be indigestion. That could be... Real trouble with the 
bowel area and everything attached to it. And the worst case scenario could actually be cancerous, which, dear Lord, please don't have that happen to anybody. But he traveled with the team. He did get a hit last night. He was 346 going into a night against Samarja, a.k.a. the Shark. And we just go from there. Now, the only thing I could think of before we take off is this social distancing thing, this problem with uh, COVID. I think what's really going to happen is you're going to see a lot more players with masks. Now, I've seen Didi Gregorius make a gold glove, force out to second base, on his back, threw with the ball, threw his legs, got the out with a mask on. Saw him hit a home run with the mask on. Now, I understand some people won't adjust. For instance, if you look at Shohei Otani, he has a pad. He's got this wrist guard-like thing because he's a lefty, and on his, I believe it's his right arm, He's got a pad that goes over the glove and over his wrist and forearm. I'm not sure if that's because of his stance or he's, a, you know, just taking precautions in case he gets hit by a pitch. But I remember when there was a time where my team, the New York Yankees, this is literally when they had half a team and then some, I want to say this is 2013 or so? It wasn't 2012. I want to say 2013 or 14. But everyone was getting hand injuries. The only one that got hit in the hand and didn't break it was Robinson Cano. But literally everybody else did. And it became such a problem. They actually got asked if there's pads on the gloves. And manager Joe Girardi said they make something, but some guys don't like how they feel. And you need to be comfortable, and if it affects your swing, there's some guys where they say, hey, where's your elbow guard? If that affects their swing, I mean, it depends on what you want them to do. If you want them to hit home runs, and they're hitting home runs, and they get hit there once, it's like, well, if you don't like how it feels, and I'm satisfied, then you can't say anything. It's just how it goes. I mean, I wore one. Pitchers wanted to get inside of me more. I shared it with two of my teammates. One of them actually got hit there, and he said, thank goodness for the guard. But if you're expecting it inside, it just makes you hit better. I mean, I understand that it's going to be very difficult for some of these guys. I can't imagine being at the plate with, you know, you got your... Because uh, there's a wrist guard for infielders, so the ball doesn't bounce off the inside of your wrist. And I turn around when I'm at the plate so I don't get hit in, the, in case I get hit in the wrist. It's just a thing I do. But in doing so, I can't imagine wearing all these guards, wearing the chin flap on the helmet, and then having a mask underneath and trying to swing. Now, 
I understand that it's going to take some adjustments. But are we going to be at that stage where a lot of guys are going to be wearing masks? I mean, I could hope so. I can really hope so. But it's soon to come. We've only been through a handful of games. And this is not going to be the end of this either. I think they're going to eventually go through the 60 games. And if it gets worse, they're going to say, Guys, I hate to break this to you, but wear a damn mask. But that's all I got today, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for staying safe, staying healthy. Uh, down with the Astros. And please be good all. That'll be it. You guys know that you can reach out to me or the guys at the Worst Take Network at any time for suggestions, comments, critique, etc. And that'll be it. Be good all. A lot of...